today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. We've uh, reestablished uh, with Mike Armstrong now, Global National's uh, Quebec correspondent. Uh, you're with us, Mike? I am. I'm sorry about that. We're, we're running around this morning. We were just at a gun club where the accused was apparently a member and we're heading to his apartment so we're kind of on the road but we pulled over now to get a better signal with you oh that's fair yeah you sound a lot loud and strong right now too Let, let's talk a little bit about the uh, the suspect and uh, the man who's been charged in this right now what do we know about alexander bisonette well 27 years old he uh was a student at university laval uh he was in anthropology for a while and then he changed apparently to political science um there are reports that he would have been expelled uh, somewhat recently uh, but um, we're sort of thinking, we're seeing, hearing uh, some very uh, sort of far-right opinions, uh, anti-Muslim. There was a group that works with refugees uh, here in the city uh, that said when they saw his picture and heard his name, they knew who he was right away because it was somebody who had sort of, uh, they referred to him as a troll, somebody that was harassing them online uh, with his opinions. Uh, we also, as I said, we, um, we're hearing he was a member of a local gun club, uh, we're not hearing much from police as far as who he is or, or how this went down. Um, for example, police aren't saying anything about the weapon. Uh, they're basically giving us the time that the 911 calls came in and, and how he was taken down, which in itself is an interesting story. Um, 8.10, so 15 minutes after the shooting, he would have called, allegedly according to police, he would have called 911, explained who he was, what he'd done, said he was armed, and said he was pulled over on the sh- shoulder of the sur- sort of uh, emerging lane to a bridge about 15 kilometers from where the shooting had happened. And he waited for, for police there and gave himself up. So he made the call himself? He did, 911. Now, what, who was the other individual? That, that We found out later on, Mike, that at first well, there, was, there was the story, of course, as we know, that, uh, that there were two suspects, we were told, and it turns out one of them was a witness. How does this individual fit into the plan? Well, we even heard from, from, from witnesses that were there that there were two gunmen. That was something that was going around that people were saying. That's kind of normal. In a, in a case where there's a shooting like this, there's, there's noise, chaos, confusion, and people tend to overestimate how many attackers there are. That's something you see in, in situations like this all the time. Now, what would have happened was this Mr. Kadir, would have, uh, I believe is his name, he would have been inside when the shooting started, uh, at one point ran out a side door, and saw another person who was armed. That person was a police officer. But, uh, you know, all this confusion, he's trying to escape from someone, something going on inside. He sees another person with a gun. He runs away from that person with a gun. And that would apparently be why the police officer who was responding on the scene sees a person running away from him and arrests him. That's why that gentleman was taken in, uh, not as a witness, but as a, a, as a presumed suspect. So his name came out yesterday. People kept saying this is a gentleman of Moroccan uh, origin and that, that he's one of the suspects. That turns out not to be the case at all. This man was just a witness. This is uh, something, unfortunately, it seems to be the new normal now, Mike, and it's it's awfully difficult, obviously, for media types to, to try to ascertain what's right and what's wrong in situations like this. I mean, you saw the tweet, I'm sure uh, many of us did, that, you know, the, the, the immediately these two, were, two gunmen identified as, as refugees that just uh, landed in Quebec a couple of days ago. And, uh, and, and again, that was eventually discounted, but it's out there, and it's, it's very difficult to try to get the truth in situations like this. Yeah, that, that was a blogger apparently somewhere in the U.S., and I'm telling you, I'd like to buy a, uh, an airline ticket and go down next week and say, just ask this person, like, why would you add that to sort of the public consciousness? You know, add that, put that out there. I, it doesn't make any sense. I don't know what it was based on. 
but that was somebody with, I think, 60,000 uh, Twitter followers, and, and it exploded. And and you you put that into the mix as you just mentioned with the let's face it the confusion when something like this happens and and you're absolutely right I mean we think of the the terrible murder of course of Nathan Cirillo up in Ottawa a couple of years ago now and and the subsequent uh, gunplay that went on in the House of Parliament and I remember those stories as as we were watching that on Global and they thought there were multiple gunmen around the city at that time. Uh, same thing with the shooting in Dallas last year as well. There's this story. Turned out it was only one shooter, but reports were that there were gunplay all over the place. Right now, it's it's pretty difficult to try to to nail that down, isn't it? Well, yeah, our job's hard enough with uh, without people adding ridiculous stuff and, and making things up and putting them out there. You're right. Following the bouncing ball is difficult as it is. And, and I mean, police were just as confused, you know, on the Parliament Hill shooting as as, as anyone else, obviously, because they they're hearing those reports, and of course they have to respond to them, don't they? Yeah, and even uh, that Nathan Cirillo, uh, when that happened at the War uh, Monument in Ottawa, there are echoes, uh, and plus the the shooter actually moved. Like so, people thought there was more than one person for sure, and it's understandable. It's chaos, it's confusion, um, but that's why you, you sort of became. It might be one of the reasons police don't give more information, but at the same time, sometimes if they did help us out a little more. Uh, instead of protecting all the information. That's how it feels sometimes, like they're protecting all the information and not saying Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.